adventure seekers, welcome. Jedi, ninja, and wizards tolerated. I'm your host, Rand Lahal, the author of the Mystic Dreamwalker series. And here is today's quote. Solitude is for me a font of healing, which makes my life worth living. Carl Jung. And now it's time for today's headlines. I will begin by wishing my father well, who is at this moment in the hospital awaiting surgery. I extend these well wishes to Jeff Disney, who is experiencing the next round of his poison medicine. And on a lighter note, Tom Manson wishes to tell Tyson Ray that if he can't walk the walk, he might as well just talk the talk. There's no shame admitting that you just can't cut the mustard. After all, it's not a sissy sport. There's no need to get a large group of guys together to hide behind. But he still hopes that you're able to make it to the blacksmithing event coming up soon. Meanwhile, down on the farm, there was a challenge between a chicken and a dog. Of course, the dog had taken down many of the chickens, but the chickens weren't going to take this sitting down. So whenever the dog was sitting outside by the chain-link fence, the chickens would walk up and sit down across from him until his ire was raised, and he once again rushed the fence. The chicken knew that the chain-link fence would protect it, but it still couldn't help urge to run. There's only so much bravery a chicken can be expected to display. After all, the chicken realizes it is very close to the Kentucky border and, even though the dog doesn't have fingers, every chicken is born with the ingrained knowledge of finger-looking good. This would also include lip-smacking good in the case of the dog. The dog, after all, is only protecting his territory. And, as a side note, there has been wanted posters on deer flies, dead or alive, no questions asked. And, last but not least, Bibi, who will be 19 this August, was unimpressed when we showed her a mouse that she allowed into the house. The mouse trap had caught it, but she liked pointing out that it was minuscule next to the giant mice she'd been catching. We didn't have the heart to tell her that they were rabbits and not big mice. And now it's time for Q&A with Sensei. The first question put to Sensei is how to deal with stress and deadlines. Sensei pointed out that stress is internal most of the time. In these situations, meditation and anything that will help reduce your cortisol levels will be beneficial. On the other hand, sometimes stress is external. Other people can be carriers. And the best way to deal with this is by silencing those individuals. Since he recommends the rear naked choke, as it is easier on your hands than knocking them out. And now it's time for today's haiku. Entitled Stress. Deadlines come and go, yet death is more persistent. Ignore the deadlines. Coming up next is Adventures with a Cast of Zen and Pen. When we had last left off, the adventurers had returned to the dojo, but they were still missing Parker and Dookie, who hadn't returned with them as 
they had been captured, or at least one of them had been captured. So, once the group was able to get their bearings and make known the situation to Sensei, they began urging Sensei to take them back to rescue their friends, who at this very moment might be in dire straits, if not dead already. Sensei Quang tried to calm them, but to no avail. They only relented after he promised that he would set them down and return their friends to them. This seemed to have calmed them down a bit, and he got them to sit around on the floor as they had before, interlinking hands, this time in preparation of going over into the next realm, when suddenly a knock at the dojo door startled the group and they jumped involuntarily as a whole. Tara exclaimed, who could that be? Don't they realize we have to get back? Tai interjected, of course they don't. They don't know what we're doing in here. I don't know what we're doing in here. Looking up from his position, Matt could see the calendar and the time on the clock on the wall. It was almost midnight, but it was on the same day that they had left. How can that be, he exclaimed, as a second knock rapped on the door again. Sensei Quang said, Will somebody please get that door? It must be the pizza delivery guy. He mentioned as River got up to check the door. Sensei then volunteered the information that there was 20 bucks on the desk for the pizza delivery guy, which included his tip. Pizza? You had time to order pizza? Asked Matt, who was still struggling with the incongruity of time difference from what he experienced there and what was going on here. As River paid for the large pepperoni pizza, Sensei went on to explain to Matt and the rest of the group, who now also in a quandary as to how time over on the other side had went on for weeks, and here it was only a few hours later. Tara insisted on knowing if they had enough time to eat pizza before going back to rescue their friends, or should they just go ahead and get right to it. In way of explanation, since they just nodded and grabbed a slice of pizza as River brought it over to the group. No one else took a slice for themselves until Sensei, reassuring them all that their friends were safe and sound and that they had already returned much earlier than they had. He explained that he had to go to the rescue as they failed to follow his advice and instructions. I told you all to stay together, he said as he took another bite of the pizza. Tara, could you go get a pitcher of tea from my fridge in the office? Sensei asked with no strain in his voice whatsoever. When she returned with a pitcher of tea and several plastic cups for them all to drink from, she caught him in mid-explanation. Dookie had got captured, and, of course, Parker was there to follow him and leave you hence. They had both gotten away, but they would have died of thirst by the time you got to them, so I decided things had gone on far enough, and I brought them back. And after they had returned, there was no point really in letting you seek revenge, because that is what you would have wanted 
once you've got there and found that there were no bodies to be found at the fortress. And after all, the pizza was due to arrive at any time. Dookie and Parker had decided to go on home as they were worn out from their adventure. But the time, insisted Matt as he reached for a cup of tea. He was delighted by the sensation of the cold tea as it went down his throat. And only after his first few gulps did he realize that he was also hungry. So as he stuffed a slice of pizza into his mouth, he still questioned, how did time go by so quickly over there when it seemed like it dragged on? forever. And Sensei's reply was, once again, Einstein had said time is relative, and it depends on many factors, things that I do not fully understand myself. Suffice it to say that while we are there, or likewise, while we are here, time between the two realities seem to fluctuate. Are we holographic? You know, is this a holographic universe? Asked Matt. Are we really here now, or were we actually really over there? I don't know anymore. This is just too freaky. River interjected, We only have our personal perception of what is real and what went on in either place. It seems that our awareness of what we perceive is what makes our realities tangible. That's right, said Sensei. But, on the other hand, whatever gave us the faculties to perceive this reality as true reality. And the magic seems to appear for what reasons? Only a select few seem to have the ability to pierce the veil between realities. And there are so many other realities I could show you. And there are many abilities that can be discovered in these other realms only if we knew where to look. For example, some of the things that we perceive as normal day-to-day -day routines that anyone with the proper training can do here appears to be magical in other places, and the reverse is true as well. And these things are the treasures we can bring back. Like what? asked Tara. That is the best question you asked tonight, said Sensei. And... It is a reason I suspect you will all want to return. Over there, they have the ability to perceive the nature, the true nature of a person. While not everyone has it there, there are a few, and these are the people that are well regarded and respected, and it is why we were well received when we came. Their sages have the ability to scry our souls and see our intent, if not our thoughts. Well, what is it that we can do? asked Tai. That is simple, said Sensei. And I'm surprised that you even had to ask, but maybe you didn't try it. Here we spend much time and practice training to center our force and unify our mind and body. For whatever reason, over there, this ability seems to manifest itself in an almost magical way. Such as what? asked River. I will have to show you, but I suggest we give it a week to allow your bodies to recharge and recuperate. 
whether you realize it or not, that took a lot out of you. Look at the time, said Matt. We've been talking for two hours. It's two o'clock. Well, you can still get some rest and come back for class at ten o'clock. But I suspect you will all find out that you're extremely worn out. And I will just see you evening class Monday afternoon. Until then, practice your meditation and deep breathing. This will help you on the other side especially. I should have figured it was a boring exercise like that, said Ty. Yes, but now perhaps you will actually practice consistently. Come back next week to find out what's going on. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so by joining me on Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash Rand Law, with no space between the Rand and the Law. I encourage everyone to seek out martial art instruction. It has been the source and foundation to everything I do. I have no weapons, but a weapon can be made. Knowledge of her power. Tokushikimpo. Until next time, this is Rand Law reminding you to follow your dreams.